Another episode of Jake's Review Corner, the podcast where amateur fans voice their opinions on movies, TV, and anything pop culture from blockbuster hits to trashy cult classics. I'm your host, Jacob Daniel, and I'm the I'm the big, huge, oh, barbarian. And in the studio today with me is Stu, and Stu's Stu's also a barbarian. Oh my God, it's 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 Barbarian Tuesday on a Wednesday on a Friday. Stu looks like every muscle side character in an anime. Hi everybody. I've just shit my pants. All right, Stu. We're we're really going hard on this podcast. I can see, <laughs> Stu. Like I said, Stu is a muscle-bound freak. Uh, he looks like Kuwabara from like Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, you're a messy. You never saw that show, did you? I didn't. I, that's why. I mean, I, I I get some of the references you're throwing out, but I cannot go into like any kind of detail. Oh, for okay, them. okay, okay, okay. Uh, Stu's kind of like Yamcha from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah! Fucking worthless, unless we need to... Oh, yeah, sorry about that, buddy. Me and Stu embarked on a journey few would do, and that's going to a movie theater at 11 o'clock to see a horror movie right before spooky season. That's right. We're reviewing... Barbarian. If you yep. couldn't, if you couldn't, if you couldn't guess by the name of the episode, and I don't know, man, these Disney reimagines, you know, this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I was skeptical of The Lion King because I didn't think they did anything new. Mm-hmm. I was skeptical of Pinocchio because they did too much that was new, and yes. then with this reimagining of Dave the Barbarian, the classic Disney Channel original show. Well, I. There was a lot. There was a lot of uh, more incest in this one than I was expecting. I gotta say, the Bill Skarsgård really knocked it out as Mufasa. Oh yeah, just completely Mufasa. What? Oh, okay. I see what the joke you were making. Shut. Just keep fucking talking. Uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just fucking with Stu. Uh, before we get too far into Barbian, I'm gonna let Stu introduce himself. Besides the fact that uh, I insulted him for like at least a minute and a half and just called him stupid. Stu, what do you what do you want to say? Well, guys, you know me. I'm just a regular run of the mill barbarian. <laughs> oh, barbarian! Barbarian. <laughs> No, I'm behind on all my classes, and I'm severely drifting through life, and I don't know what to do. Can somebody please give me career guidance? Okay. Uh, Stu, what's your favorite horror movie? Oh, uh, gee, if I had to, I just recently watched, um, oh, what was it? The uh, Evil Dead with... Uh, the new the, one or the old one? No, the old one. Like, oh the original, my gosh, actually. great movie. I was going to say, uh, for, like, the, the budget and how it was created and things like that, I actually really liked it. Oh, my God. The, the Evil Dead, like, that original trilogy is one of my favorite horror franchises mm-hmm. in general. I think Sam Raimi knocked it out of the park. It's for sure, like, one of mine. Mine, uh, I also really like those movies because it's very heavily, like, protagonist-based. Like, you know, like... Evil Dead has Ash, like, my favorite uh, horror movie of all time. Fright Night has Charlie Brewster. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, I also love, like, the Scream movies and the It movies because you got, like, freaking uh, Nev Campbell and the... And it, you have the kids who like are going against the clown, and then they have the orgy in the sewer. But we didn't get that in the film adaption. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. You Man, know. that would be total barbarian. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> ah, It'd be barbaric. barbaric. Uh. 
I hope you guys are ready. We're going to make that joke a lot during this podcast. I don't. I'll be honest. I really think the hit movies are overrated. What? Why? I just, so, uh, there's just something about it really never. I mean, okay, I'll, I'll say this. The first movie I liked. Man, if you don't like Bill Skarsgård in that, I like the, I hope I you're... Liked the first one. The second one, I did not really like i've heard and you know what i've heard that from a lot of people because the, a lot of people feel like the second one tried to focus too much on comedy and then there was the yeah whole, it was a little yeah there was also the whole like 45 minutes of all of the kids going now they're adults and they're all trying to find their like totem yeah or something i don't know i didn't love those i didn't scenes. give a shit about it I didn't give a shit about those, but I loved Bill Skarsgård, Bill who's Smith. in Barbarian, the movie that we're talking about today. Wowee! But, um, no, I've never really been into, the, like, the super in-your-face horror movies. Like, don't get me wrong, like, I've seen Hereditary. That's what, and, yes. And, like... Oh, I'll take it back. That's my favorite one, actually. Not, um, not The Evil Dead. Why? Why Why do you feel... Why is Hereditary your favorite? Hereditary... Can you a, relate to, like, having to take your little sister to a, like, party and then something terrible happens? And then she dies? <laughs> yeah. Dude, spoilers! Harks back to my... Spo- to my childhood memory. Now, it was just... I think Hereditary didn't have to rely on, like, jump scares. It just had to rely on, like, unsettling... Unsettling uh, moments. I I get that too. It was more just like you're uncomfortable. Well, dude, the whole movie. (laughs) I I get that too, especially. I feel like that's all horror movies. Well, maybe not. Maybe maybe not the ones I was super throwing out. The ones the movies that I was naming were more. Well, what am I? What am I talking about? Evil Dead is super unsettling to watch. It is unsettling to watch, but it was like me and Stu are not like super big horror guys, so please don't feel insulted. You know, if we don't know what we're talking about, we're we're trying our hardest, guys. Barbarian. I don't know what it was about this movie. The poster is captivating. The fact that the only thing about the poster you see is the text, and then you see the main uh, girl Tess, mm-hmm. and like the little door that you find out where the door leads to. I don't know. I saw that and I was like, wow, man, I gotta go see this movie. And I remember it was a toss up because. I was either going to go see Barbarian or I wanted to go see Pearl because I saw X and I thought X was a good movie. I've heard Pearl is really, really good. And that was why I went, yeah. and saw go- I went and saw Barbarian because I was like, Stu, we should go see one of these movies and you haven't seen X yet. So, I had, well, I thought the whole reason we didn't do it was because uh, Alicia was like, no. Oh, yeah. I, would, I, I, wanted, I don't want to see Pearl because she was on the fence about whether to come or not. Yeah, well, okay. And then we're like, all right, barbarian. Oh yeah, well, I don't know. I kind of already by the by the by the second you said you didn't really see X, I was like, oh, well, I don't want to go take you to Pearl. I want to go see Barbarian. Barbarian okay. Friday. Barbarian Fridays, baby. We did try to convince our friend, well, my friend uh, Alicia, to come with us, and she was very skeptical because on the one hand there was a movie at 10 p.m. or you know, there was going out and probably getting a free drink from some random guy. And I, you know, I got to give it to her. You know, no random classic. guy ever buys me a drink. Classic. <laughs> a classic, really. A oh, classic. All right. Well, let's get into it, man. Today we are talking about Barbarian. Barbarian stars Georgina Campbell as Tess. Bill Skarsgård as Keith. Justin Long as AJ. Richard Brack as Frank. And Matthew Patrick Davis as the mother. I'm just gonna get it out of the way. Man, this movie was such a mindfuck, dude. Like, I always thought it was going one way, and then the next thing I know, it's like a car that has just been tumbling down, you know, the I, high... Yeah. Yeah. I was going somewhere, I couldn't get the words out, you know. 
I had low expectations going in. All I all the only premise they give you is it's like Bill Skarsgård and the girl are in an Airbnb and it's it's wacky haunt or horror. Well, that's it's what horror. and that's what I'm gonna say is I feel like the plot twist got me and yes. and I and I knew it was coming. Like I knew this couldn't be what the movie was gonna be about, and yet like. It still got me. Like I was like, "Holy shit!" I didn't think this is where we were going at all. And I'm I'm really glad it went that way though, because it made for a way better experience. Oh yeah, but, I mean, I didn't watch any of the trailers yeah, going into this. Exactly. I don't think you did either. I did not. Which so, made it better, probably. So that's what I liked about it. And I, you know, like sometimes before I go watch a movie, like I'll glance Twitter to see about it. But I was like, you know, like let me go into this blind as hell because I want to be surprised. And I definitely feel like that first 20 minutes gives you such a different setup. Movie opens uh, pretty nor. Uh, I don't even know where I was going to go with that. Um, so, is she like uh, the no key? I guess Airbnb. I should say the Sanofis uh, real quick, mm-hmm. which is um, a girl arrives at her Airbnb. There's a guy already there. Um, she decides to stay the night against her better judgment, and then wacky hijinks ensue. Any any comment on that, Stu? It was, yeah, it was like wacky hijinks ensue, and it's Bill Skarsgård being awkward, but you don't know if he's being awkward with bad intentions, or if he's being awkward with stalker intentions, things like that. And that's, and you know what, it's just so funny, because Bill Skarsgård is also, like, such a big horror icon now. I mean, he was yes. Pennywise. I'm pretty sure he was on that Stephen King show. I'm, I'm sure he's been in other stuff, but, like, most people know him from playing Pennywise. Yes, exactly. So but you, you expect him to be... Part so of the yeah. Villain. So when Tess shows up to the Airbnb, she already booked, and Keith's there. Like you know, that's what we already were like. Oh, dude! Like you know, they want us to think that Keith is automatically our antagonist because he knows so much. Like it's like, oh, what you saw that bluegrass documentary? Like I, I love that documentary. Like he's saying all the right things that like no one should be like. He he knew too. It was like it was too perfect. Oh my too gosh! Too perfect to set up. I know, and then he's all polite. He's like, oh, well, you can take the bedroom, and oh, I get why you don't want this tea. Don't worry. Like, how about we have some wine together? You, uh, I'll open it so you don't think I'm drugging you. Yeah. You know, you can tell at first she's like, dude, this guy is hella awkward, and then she's like, wow, man, this guy is so charming. And then as, soon as, as soon as he says, like, yeah, I, I, I watched the Bluegrass documentary to this, like, super niche subculture that she's a part of she's like oh man he's so hot (laughs) no literally not only that but then you know she's fully become comfortable so like they're clearly like setting it up to be like oh dude he's not a super nice guy like he he's probably like such a bad guy right and then that night she wakes up the doors open and that's like when you start getting the first like sinister feels of the movie right Cause she's freaking out. She's like, well, how the hell did my door open? And he's like passed out on the couch. He's like, dude, I don't fucking know. That was, that, that was honestly the most like accurate depiction of like what somebody would say where he was like having a nightmare and she wakes him up and he's like, what the fuck? And she's like, why was my door open? He's like, how, how the fuck should I know? Like what, what the hell? Dude. And I was like, that's such a genuine, like... But the funniest part is, uh, she wakes up in the morning, and, like, he's left her a note, and he's like, oh, teehee, like, sorry, had the run, but I'll be back later, had a great night, and she's like, wow, like, <laughs> dude, do you remember her facial expression? She's like, man, what a guy. She had that, like, dreamy smile on her face. Yeah, and then she goes to... A job she, interview. She Yeah, that's the whole reason she's yeah. in town, I didn't say that. The woman's like, 
wait, you're staying at that house in that neighborhood? Like, dude, you need to, like, get your shit and go anywhere else. Like, that is not a safe neighborhood. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's fine. Nothing bad's happened. And then as she gets back, a homeless man, like, chases her into the house. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing, baby girl? Get the, get out of the house. He was, yeah, he was going, like, ba- little girl, baby girl, things like that. And I was like, uh, I, th- I don't think he said baby girl. I think he, like, he said, like, little girl. He's like, little girl, get out of that house. Get out of that house. Yeah. Didn't didn't really convince her too hard, no. sir. Uh, and I mean, like, just like anyone else who just got chased by a homeless man. Well, d- dude, and then she calls the police, and the police are like, yeah, sorry, we can't send anyone out there for you. You gotta remember, this is Detroit. Ah, uh, fair enough. I, I don't know, man. I feel like not one police officer can go check. That's, it's not entirely, well, actually, no, I feel like that part is a little, maybe unrealistic, not, they can't sing, send, like, a single person over there. I don't know, my favorite thing about, after that scene is, like, she's like, God, man, the police won't come, I have to go take a mad shit. Yeah! And that's literally the next scene, is she's in the bathroom, she can't find toilet paper, and she's like, oh, well, I guess I'll go explore for some toilet paper, and goes to goes to the basement yes. gets locked in the basement looking for toilet paper and that's when like the movie like f- like starts picking up yes because she finds the secret like uh she finds a rope in the she, wall yeah that opens a secret door and then she starts investigating and like the first thing she finds is a hidden room with a videotape with a bed on it with a blood mark on the fucking wall. Like, yeah. she is, like, immediately, like, holy shit, get me out of here. Yeah. Like, panicking, like, trying to get out. And then, oh, who, who, like, shows up? Bill Skarsgård. Good old Keith. And he's like, whoa, there's a basement that, uh, well, okay, okay, we can leave. But, like, let me go check it out real quick. This and, is the, this was the part that, like, pissed me off the most about the movie. Oh, my God. Because, well, because at this point, they're, like, you know, it's a toss-up. They're like, okay, he's actually, like, in on it, and he's trying to lure her into yeah. the basement. Or he's just a, you know, he's a fucking dipshit. Yeah. And so he goes into the basement. She wants to leave, but he doesn't come back after, like, a couple of minutes. So she, like, you know, goes after him and then passes the creepy-ass rape room. Yeah. And then you find out that there's even more to this there's room. A, yeah. There's a whole, like, damn staircase. That oh, there's, le- like, an, another door. Yeah, there, there was, was like a-, a door next to the um, creepy room. Yeah, that leads you more into the basement, and as you get into the basement, there's, like, hidden cages and stuff, and then it happens. Keith starts running at Tess, like, on all fours, and he's like, we gotta get out of here, we gotta get out of here, something bit me, and she's like, okay, well, let's go back the The, way we- To the staircase. Let's go back to the staircase, and he's like, no, 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 we gotta go this way, like, I don't know what's going on, like, come on, we gotta go this way, we gotta go this way, and then all of the sudden, out of nowhere, comes big mommy milker, like, freaking naked woman, and, like, she just- I hate that I always say like on these podcasts, but like it's a habit. But no, literally this woman smashes Pennywise's face against the wall so brutally. And then just like, oh, time skip. Two weeks later, we're with, we're literally with Scream Queen Justin Long. And he's just having a day, man. Like, I feel like that was such a like interesting, not interesting in the sense of like we needed to know. That it's not only a time skip, but we're with a different character now. I wasn't ready for the time skip either. But I didn't realize it had been two weeks when they did that time skip. 
Well, yeah, I mean, you don't really find out it's two weeks for a little bit, but... No, I think the fact that, like, once again, I knew nothing about going into this movie, and then the next thing I know, I see Justin Long, of all people. Oh, my God, I was so happy. He was, I, yeah, he was losing his mind. I started busting out laughing, because Justin Long is basically, like, a scream queen. I think he's been in, like, five horror movies. Um, he was in Jeepers Creepers. He was in a couple I don't remember, but uh, he was in Tusk. Have you ever seen Tusk? I don't think I have seen Tusk. Tusk is the horror movie about the uh, podcaster who goes to interview like this doctor guy who's in love with Wall- Wallace's and he He's in love with Walruses? Walruses? Okay. I can't I can't Walruses? Walruses. Walruses. And um, <laughs> okay, shut up, man. It's a hard word to say. He's in love with Walruses. Walrus Walrus walruses yes and he turns <laughs> oh my gosh he turns uh justin long into one this sounds exactly like where i think it's going oh my gosh it, it is you should check out that movie it's by kevin smith okay so anyway back oh, to barbarian. barbarian uh justin long plays aj who's a sitcom actor and he's just having a day do 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 bop 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 i'm driving my car oh my agent just called me rape allegation rape. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh like that was such a curve i was like did not know what to expect out of our new protagonist but it definitely was not like immediately like oh here's this new character and he has a rape allegation yeah so you find out that like not only is this guy a terrible spender but he is like literally gonna go broke from this lawsuit so all he has left to him is really like these rental properties. Mm. So he decides to go to Detroit to see if he can sell a couple. And oh, what what a coincidence! His rental property is the house that Tess and Keith were staying at. And when oh what? My, yeah, dude, what? what? And when and when he shows up, he is mad pissed that there might be some squatters in his house. Which, okay, so this is the only part I don't understand, which is he calls the company that he, like, rents out his houses to. Yeah. And he's like, okay, so do I have squatters? Are people here? And they're like, oh, well, we only, like, clean up once people have checked out. And he was like, he was like, what? Like, you don't come clean before that? Like, once the end date is near? And I was like, that's a fair point. Like, what? Why aren't they going over there? They know how terrible a neighborhood this is. Yes, they do. I also, we didn't talk about it too much, but at the beginning of the movie, it's super stormy out, so you don't really see how bad this neighborhood is until the next morning when it's light outside. And literally, this house is the only, like, nice part about this little, like, area. Yeah, think about, like, stereotypical Detroit neighborhood, where it's, like, everything is broken and destroyed and run down, and, like, and then there's, and then that one house is the only house in that neighborhood that's still functioning. Oh, my gosh. And just like any good American, AJ decides to, you know, not stay at home and think about what he's done. No, he decides to go get pissed drunk with his friend and basically admit to that rape allegation afterwards. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember he was like, dude, well, she was saying no at first, but then she was into it. And like, that's how I'm going to get her. And then he calls her drunk that night. He calls his uh, co-worker that uh, filed the rape allegation. And he goes, look, like, I'm sorry if I offended you. Like, if you just like call me and let me talk to you, like, I'm sure we can get this like sorted out. And it's like, not that, not to say like they were trying to make you like feel bad for this character but i think they were trying to give you like a hint of doubt about it at the beginning and now it's just like a full like okay 
you know the judge of this character. Like, this guy's a scumbag. He's a scumbag. Um, yeah, no, he's just a scumbag. No, he's a little, like, he's manipulative. He's, a, he's yeah. a manipulative person. That's what they really tried to get off to yeah. from the beginning. And where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. So the next morning, you know, after chinking your guts out and throwing up, this man is pissed that there might be squatters in his house. He's, like, looking at it. He's like, oh, I can't believe there's people. So he does what anyone does best. He finds the basement. He grabs a little kitchen knife. He grabs a flashlight, and he goes to investigate. And, like, this is, like, such – I mean, I'm sorry. It was probably the funniest part about this movie is he finds the rape room. And he's super excited because he finds out, like, the more room there is in a house, like, with a basement, the more money you can get for it. Yeah. I remember he was not creeped out. He was not in any way like, oh, no, like, what the fuck happened here? He was like, oh, shit. I can get that money that I'm going to need for this lawsuit. And then he finds... so good. Oh, my God. And he's, like, he's measuring. And then he finds the back room. And you just see him go down, like, the dungeon stairs, like, with it. That was the best. That was the best montage of the movie is him going across the entire basement with the with the tape measure. Well, and he like he gets down to the basement. He sees all the cages. Like he sees all that stuff. And I mean, he's just still going with he's, it. Yeah. Until he reaches this room with like this weird purple light going on, and the only thing in the room is a video about how to breastfeed children. Yeah. And that's when he runs into. Bum, 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 the mother, the naked lady, the big booby milker lady. Oh, my God. And she starts chasing AJ. And AJ's running, you know, like Justin Long's yeah. running. And, I mean, he's built like Slender Man, so he's running like Slender Man. And then, oh, fuck, falls into a hole. Who's there? Our lovely lady, Tess. Tess. Tess is still in Barbarian. Oh, wait a minute. Flashback. It's 1987 something. Something, yeah. Get ready because we meet our next quirky character, Rapist Frank. Rapist Frank. Rapist Frank was probably like easily. I mean, the mother is a weird character, but this guy was easily the most unsettling character about this whole movie. Yeah. He's just so like uh, monotone and no expression whatsoever well because the first thing you do is you meet this uh, you like see him like walking out of the house mm-hmm. in the 1980s where it's like still a nice neighborhood in neighborhood in detroit yeah and you then proceed to see him stalk a woman from a convenience store pretend to be someone with the water company yeah like open up a window that he can crawl back into later and as he returns home, like, his neighbor is, is like, oh, hey, Frank, like, just wanted to let you know, like, we're leaving the neighborhood. He's like, why? And the yeah. guy's like, oh, neighborhood's really going to shit. Like, you know, you should really think about selling, too. And he goes, I'm not leaving. I'm never leaving. And as he enters the house, all you hear is a woman screaming as he enters the basement. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, not like a full 180 turn or anything, but, like, it's you start to unravel the mystery of what is going on. Yeah. Not to say that it makes any sense, like, what this big boob lady is. Yeah. I mean, at first, I was convinced it was, like, a Silence of the Lamb shit, and maybe he raped all these women and, like, tore off their skin or some shit. Yeah, something, yeah. But then you get to... <laughs> You get to, uh, you go back and Tess is like explaining to AJ, like, I don't know how long I've been here. It's been like maybe weeks. And AJ's like, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. What the fuck was that? And then you just see this grotesque skinny ass arm with the milk bottle. And yes. she's like, 
And Tessa's like, you have to drink that. And he's like, I refuse. And so AJ gets rewarded with <gasps> Big Mommy Milkers. <laughs> oh, my God. The way that this guy gets dragged away mm-hmm. to have this, like, shriveled up old lady monster, like, breastfeed him. Yeah. You know, all I'm thinking is, man, is this a horror movie or is this a pleasure movie? Like, gilf, gilf thought, action. Am I supposed to be scared? Like, what's going on right what's, now? What, am I supposed to be scared or am I supposed to be turned on at the moment? Cause, Mismarketing. Because a wooga. Mummy, I don't know. Honestly, I would be terrified at that moment. <laughs> oh. Oh, I'm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. Me too. <laughs> wow. Oh, but then, I mean, Tess is smart enough that she's like, okay, fuck. I don't oh. know this guy. I'll come back for him later. Tries to escape. No, she does escape. No, she does escape. She gets out of the hole while she uh, AJ's getting breastfed. Gets out of the hole, tries to leave, realizes that the basement door still locks on her, goes to the window, breaks it, and that's when you just hear it. Like, the woman's come. This was actually, like, you know, we mentioned it earlier. The scene of her crawling out the basement window reminded me so much of that scene of, like, Georgie crawling out from the sewer and the only thing yeah, you see is yeah, the yeah. hand coming for her. Yeah. But who comes to save her? Oh, homeless Jim. I don't actually know what this guy's name is, but we're going to call him Homeless Jim. Homeless Jim goes to save her and he goes, thank God you're still alive. Like that woman, she's evil. And that's not only the only evil thing in that house. Okay, what else is in that house? Yeah. Oh, no no time. We got to move. We got to move. And, like, luckily, you know, she's still smart enough to be like, okay, I don't really trust you, dude. I don't know you. But yeah. there's a guy in there. Like, we got to go get help. And he's like, yeah, that's a lost cause. I'm going to go home. Good luck. And my favorite thing is she calls the police, mm-hmm. and they just think she's a crackhead. They're like, okay, look. Yeah. We don't, oh, yeah, because she's, like, been underground for two weeks. They're like, dude, you're lucky we don't, like, haul your ass into the station and, yeah. like, make you, uh, you know, spend the night and get this out of your system. And she's like, are you are you kidding me? And at this point, I, like, I don't know if they were trying to throw us for a loop, but I thought they were trying to imply that the cops might be in on it. Because no. that, I, okay, but that one cop, the blonde cop, like, was giving such eyes as he drove away. Like, he was, like, giving her the look, like, yeah, yeah. I and it was more of just, like, a, like, fuck you, get lost sort of look. Okay, There's... okay, maybe so, but I was still, like, under the impression that maybe it meant something. Also, AJ's not as dumb as I thought he was, because he also gets up, and he's like, okay, I gotta move. Doesn't go towards the stairs, he moves back towards more of the little dungeon area. Mm-hmm. And the mother starts, like, creeping up on him, and luckily he finds a room. And the mother won't go near it. So he, like, enters the room. It's disgusting. Like, think of think of the frattiest frat house ever. All beer cans on the floor. Like, probably smells like piss and shit. Yeah. And there's just an old man lying in a bed all shriveled up. And it's Frank. Good old rapist, rapist Frank. Frank. Oh, and there's a videotape. I wonder why there's videos. Unless there was a rape room and AJ unfortunately has to watch a tape concerning what Frank did to all those women. And I mean, like, there's a... There's a lot of videos. There's tapes. a lot of tapes, bro. There's, like, 50 to, like, 70 tapes in there. Yeah. And he's like, dude, oh, my God, you're a monster. And Frank just proceeds to pick up a gun and shoot himself in the face. Yeah, literally just, like, yeah, just kills himself right there. I think it's because AJ was, like, 
we're gonna have cops swarming in here and like helping us out and they're yeah. gonna rescue us and then i think frank was like oh i'm fucked all right, like, I'm going to... I mean, dude, I think out. he was already fucked. I mean, he was bedridden. Yeah. I mean, dude must have been, like, in his late 80s, early 90s. Something. I guess mother was taking care of him. Okay, but uh, back to being a dipshit. Yeah. Tess decides to go back in for the random man she just met. I hated that part. Well, no, she... Okay, so she didn't go in immediately. She got the car keys, and she was about to leave, and then she's like thinking about coming back and then the mother comes for her and so she rams the mother into the house with her car right supposedly like killing it that's when she goes back down to the basement aj has grabbed the gun that frank used to kill himself and tess is just like going into the dungeon trying to be a good protagonist trying to save aj and then aj just like point blank shoots her to be fair it was a really dark it he won. was jumpy. He was in the tunnels. He thought she'd already left. No, to be fair, I mean, to be fair, if, uh, I think if anyone was in that same situation, I'm sure they would shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah, so, so she makes a noise where she, like, yells at him to get his attention, and then he just shoots her. Like, no, she didn't, she didn't make any noise. She I just she saw, just said, like, hey. No, she like, just Ow. saw, no, she saw the light, and all you hear is the gunshot. Yeah, okay. And then... Uh, so AJ has to like limp her out from the, from the basement. He's like, Oh my God, like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And he starts explaining and he's like, I just didn't know who you are. And you know, we're in this predicament. And as they get outside the house, Tess notices that the mother isn't in between the car anymore. She's escaped. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, where do we go? And she's like, don't worry. I know a guy enter homeless Jim and homeless Jim just starts telling us all the backstory lore and the fact of, like, Frank was a monster. He kidnapped and raped all these women. And then he had kids with all the women he raped. And those kids had sex with all the other kids. Finally creating the mother. Yeah. Which. I thought it was like he just had sex with the. I thought he was. Uh, he had se- Well, he had sex with the kids, too. Yeah, that's was- what I'm saying. I thought it was uh, the. Uh, Frank raped the mothers and then raped the kids and then raped those kids. And then eventually it became. And then those kids were raping the other games, kids. Yeah, I don't know, man. It was pretty... I it was, was a weird story. I was thinking about it. I was like, God, this is disgusting. But also, so what you're trying to tell me is super incest creates a Hulk monster? Yeah. Only Something in... Something like that. <laughs> only in America. Only in America. Only in Detroit. Oh. <laughs> Can't have shit in Detroit. <laughs> well, no. But then it was like, they're like, dude, like, how do we know we're safe here? And he's like, don't worry. She won't come. I've been here for 14 years, and she's never come over here. And then, oh, no, what immediately happens? She Kool-Aid mans herself through the wall and proceeds to just, like, rip this guy's arm off his body and then beat him to death with it. Yes, I forgot about that. Rips off off the homeless dude's arm and then kills him with it. I know. I was like, wow, man, this, this shit got intense pretty quickly. But I also, before that scene, like, the homeless man is like, we just got to camp out here until morning, and then you guys are, like, safe to be. But AJ, like, goes on the speech. He's like, no, I shot I shot her, and I don't know if I'm a good guy. Like, I think I'm a good guy, and I think I did a bad thing, but I, I know I'm a good guy. Like, I can do this. Like, I let me, like, I can save her. Okay. And then the mother shows up, and he's like, oh, fuck, screams and runs away. And Tess is just limping away because she's still bleeding out. She's, yeah. like, she's like, oh, my God, wait for me homeless man is also like camping out by this like water tower roof spot yeah so they like they're both running up the roof and like once again like aj is like almost like 
10 steps ahead Tess. Tess is like bleeding out, getting to the top. And AJ like goes to grab the gun, drops it, and it falls to the fucking ground. Yeah. And that's when like once again you see AJ for his true colors that he was that he's just a manipulator and he's like I'm I'm perfectly fine but you're bleeding out like I can still save myself like you like you're you're done you're done even if we get out of here so when the mother reaches the roof he has Tess by the head and he's like you want your you want your baby go get her throws her off the room mm-hmm. which enters the funniest part about this movie oh as, that shot well no dude Tess is falling to the ground like literally like the Gwen Stacy scene yes and like literally the mother does the Spider Man jump for her. Yeah. That shit, I had, oh, like, wasn't just you. People in the theater were laughing when Dude, they saw that. This shit. crowded ass theater, man. Like everyone started dying, and then like AJ starts to make his way down. Like he sees that the mother is like bleeding out from the head, and like he goes to just inspect the body, and Tess is still alive because the mother shielded her from like the impact. And then AJ starts rambling again. He's like, oh my God, like, oh my God, I, I really wasn't going to do it. Like you, your body was falling. This was actually your fault. And then, oh, jump scare. The mother is still alive. She kills him by gouging his fucking eyes out, which I don't know if that's a callback to Jeepers Creepers. I can't remember uh, one, but he definitely loses his eyes in another horror movie. She, yeah. And then she's like, Ooh, a ba- a baby. By the way, I, we didn't mention it, but like, incest mother woman can't talk like she can only talk she can only say like baby like she can only talk to him like grunts so she's like leaning over Tess she's like oh baby and Tess is like no you stupid piece of shit like I'm bleeding out like I cannot go back to that house and she's like baby and Tess is like oh thank god a convenient gun right next to me and yeah, AJ. And I, I like how she points the gun to the temple of her head, and like the mother just like touches her hand and like kisses her forehead, and Tess just like blows her fucking head off. <laughs> and that's that's it. That's the end of the movie. As Tess like gets up and like starts like just stumbles away. I know. Yeah. And that's that's barbarian, man. That's the whole effing movie. I know there's not like a whole lot of plot to it, but like. It's simple, it worked. I, that's what and I'm, it was like effective. So that's what I'm gonna say is like, you know, I didn't I don't need like a huge out of this world plot for a horror movie. Like I don't need a lot of different factors. Like there was one there was like multiple, you know, different characters, you mm-hmm. know. We all thought Keith was the bad guy when he first got introduced. And we all thought Tess was stupid for going into the basement, and once again, like that that proved to be true. Tess was a fucking dipshit. I don't know, man. Like, I, 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 I thought about that scene a lot in the sense of, like, dude, if you already saw, like, the rape basement, why don't you just get out? Like, there's no point of going back in. To be fair, she was getting out before Keith. Um, before Keith was like, I'm going to go look at it. And then, but he didn't just go in the rape room. He he decided to go down to the fucking cave with the well, dungeon. So I'm still a little confused because obviously they don't show you all that because yeah. it could have what could have happened is the mother could have grabbed him once he like walked into the basement. I don't think so. Also, why did he Keith mentions that something bit him in the basement? Yeah. And so my question is, why did the mother only bite Keith? You know, like, she didn't, like... That's a good question. He probably got aggressive with her. Yeah. And, that, and that's when it all happened and shit. Well, I think uh, my... At least my thought... Well, maybe she did, because my thought was, like... Because Te- the camera doesn't follow Keith into the basement. It stays with Tess. 
and her at the top of the staircase. Well, yeah, they're not... And she's like, Keith, do you see it? And he doesn't say anything. She's like, no. And she, like, calls him a few more times. She's like, Keith, do you see it? And then he goes, yeah. But he's really distant. Like, you can tell he's far away. And then she's like, okay, well, then, like, come back up the steps. Yeah. But you don't hear any, like, signs, like, struggle or anything like that. That's why I feel like he went down there because he's a dumbass. So, and a lot of that, I mean, obviously, they didn't want to show Keith. Yeah. Because they're still trying to imply that he's the bad guy. Dude, right. honestly, like, I thought this, like, for a second, I thought this movie was going to be a lot like Jennifer's Body. Do you know about that horror movie? I know of it. I just um, don't know It got it. really popular on TikTok. Um, it's, like, from, it like, did. 2009. It's about the woman um, who's investigating her friend's death. And, like, she, like, goes to investigate, like, the last place she was and gets kidnapped by the guy. That's what I thought was going to happen yeah. in this movie. Like, I thought Bill Skarsgård was going to pull a 180 and be like, ha, 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 you stupid bitch. Like, this is my house, and you're you're so dumb. You're trapped. And, and, oh, you found my rape broom. Now you can't leave. Yeah. Tee-hee, ha, ha. Like, I don't know. So, obviously, they're trying to set you up into thinking that's what this movie yes. is going to be. I definitely did not expect, like, huge mommy milker naked lady smashing Bill Skarsgård head in before we time skip to, like, Justin Long in a convertible. Yeah, that was, uh, that's probably the most unexpected part was really just seeing Bill Skarsgård get murked ha- halfway through the movie. Almost halfway through the movie. I don't even... Yeah, something along that lines. I didn't expect this... Like, I texted you today after, but I didn't expect this movie to be, like, super packed when we went to go saw like see it. I didn't understand that. Because was, it was, like, what, 10 o'clock showing? Yeah, it was a super late showing on a... I mean, I guess super late showing on a Friday. There weren't a lot of other movies showing. I know there was... Uh, the Woman's King just came out and Pearl just came out, which I thought, like... I thought Pearl would get a lot more people than Barbarian. I'm gonna go watch X tonight. You should, man. So I wanna go... I want to go see Pearl. Go see Pearl. But um, no, dude. I remember it was so funny because you were like, "Should we pre-buy our tickets?" I'm like, "No, no way, man. No one's gonna go see Barbarian. Like this, the only people gonna go see Barbarian on Friday is us." And then, like, they were there. Oh my gosh, dude! I remember I got seats in the back row, and a whole crowd of like twenty people show up. So then I'm like, "Okay, well, let's move up to the seat where you bought." And then we have that family. And they sat, like, right next to us, too. And I was like, are you kidding me? So then we went to the front <laughs> We went to the front row. Like, not the front row where you're right by the screen, but, like, the front row where, like... The back the, of the theater front back row. Of the, back yeah. of the theater front row. It's like, what? These people have no sense of, like, movie theater etiquette. I don't know, dude. We can't really say about anything about movie theater etiquette when we were, like, cracking jokes for the whole movie. And I'm, I know... Okay, that- but it was... Barbarian Friday. I mean, it was. I was allowed to. I know you gotta. Oh my gosh, that is like, we're we're on the topic of X and Pearl. So real quick, I'm just gonna. I Yo. mentioned this on my last podcast I did with uh, Chase Sumner. It was a, a casual corner. The reason why I can no longer go see movies with Chase's friends is simply put, we went and saw X, and there was about ten of us, and it was me, Chase, and a bunch of people from the Reinhardt <laughs> Theater the, yes. community. And they proceeded to be so loud and so obnoxious, like, yelling and screaming during the movie. Like, people got up and left the theater. Like, I, like, just put my hand on my head, and I looked next to Chase, and I was like, I, I'm sorry, I can never come see a movie with you guys again. Like, this was so embarrassing. I just... Uh, Lucky to say, we were not that bad. Yeah. No, we we, we can crack jokes quietly. Oh, but for it's sure. like it's not we weren't it's not like we were talking throughout the whole movie. We can't be blamed, man. It was Barbarian, it was Barbarian Friday. Fridays, dude. 
Give me a fucking break. Come on, man. There was nothing else showing, man. I mean, nothing else showing on Barbarian Friday. Why would you want to go see anything else besides Barbarian and Barbarian Friday? You know, I still haven't seen uh, Top Gun Maverick. Really? Why not? Or uh, Bullet Train. I love bu- I loved both of those movies. You I know. Sh- you should really go see both of those movies. I know. I was just really busy when Top Gun Maverick came out, but now I do have a little bit more time freed up. And uh, I need to go see it before it's out of theaters because I'm scared I'm going to miss that experience. Oh my gosh, man. Speaking of like missing out on experiences, I always take these breaks over the summer to do podcasts. And like, I love doing podcasts and everything, but I'll tell you this writing out scripts for podcasts like over the summer when you work at like a children's summer camp and trying to like find people to do it, it's impossible. I was going to do one podcast this summer on like Thor Love and Thunder. Mm -hmm. It just didn't Didn't see that either. Really? Okay, well, you know what? Never mind. You can watch that one on Disney+. Plus. Not the... It's not I'm the... Not, after everything I've heard, I don't know if I even want to. It's not the worst Thor movie. It's not the best Thor movie. It doesn't hold a candle to Barbarian, though. All I heard was that, um... After I heard that he put the screaming goat joke into the movie, I immediately was like, I'm just not going to watch this. <laughs> you were like, ah, you know, guys, you lost me. You Yeah, I was like, okay, maybe it's just really bad, but I can get like a little bit of lore picked out of it and then i heard the screaming goat joke was in there but not not just once apparently like multiple times oh dude it was like eight times or so after i heard that i literally was like okay i fuck fuck tiki walks whatever the fuck his name is well uh, i'm not watching his movie hey i it's not that bad you should check it out all right man well with that said we went over the plot we gave a couple you know like jabs here and there any final thoughts on barbarian today she had some big boobies. She did. That that woman had saggy mommy milkers. It was incredible. And if years of incest produces that, then hey, who are we to make it illegal? Dude, a government official probably saw that movie and he's like, gosh, man, this is how we start winning wars. <laughs> this is why we got to pass some legislature. He's like, Frank wasn't a monster. <laughs> Frank was a hero. He was a goddamn American hero. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, with that being said, I'm your barbarian enthusiast, Jacob Daniel. And I am Stuart, the other barbarian man enthusiast, coming at you. Coming at you with the with the final sentence of this podcast being, should you ever really rent an Airbnb in Detroit? The answer is, no. Yeah. No. No. The answer is no, Stu. You fucking moron. <laughs> Thank you.